You know, Beaks, we, we're on the cutting edge on this podcast. So all you want and done, you take the money and run. Either way, you're getting paid. It's a whole lot of fun. It's a whole lot of fun. We started fun. off talking about athletes getting paid, particularly Division One men's college football and basketball players. With your radical pastime on sabbatical from the diamond, the gridiron, the grinding, the kids trying. Uh. So let it ride like suicide because you betting it all. You drop steps, got the reps, even regretting their calls. So we've been through this before. Should they get paid? It's like a metamorphosis. You the metaphor when they offer this. The way they keep coughing it up and it's hard to resist. The G League have announced that elite players will receive $125,000. So, of course, some of the top coaches, Tom Izzo and others, are questioning that move. Are they saying playing one year at Duke, Michigan State, North Carolina, Chapel Hill is more valuable in the long run at $125,000? And we, let's be honest, these students are getting money or getting some sort of kickback. It's all FBI's looking at it. We all know. We don't know how much. Yeah, but compared to the G League, it's not taxable income. So if you do play yeah. in the G League one year yeah. at $125,000, it's something called tax, young yeah. fellas. <laughs> so Beaks, you're a high school senior, uh-huh. you're an elite athlete, and you decide to get the $125,000. You're going to play for the Dakota Wizards? The Fort Wayne Mad Ants, <laughs> the Erie Bay Hawks, or do you go to Duke like Zion Williamson, free food? It's all free room and board. It's a no-brainer. Top training facilities. Yep. And God forbid if you win a national championship, you will win in the long run. You will make way more than $125,000 you're going to get from the G League. And let's be honest, are these games even on television? Are you going to watch... The Fort Wayne Mad Ants. Mad Ants. I mean, let's be honest. No, you're not. No. You're not watching that. So on the one hand, I can see what Tom Enzo is saying without saying. Free rent, top training facilities, gyms, diet, all of that. Now everybody's just surviving and they trying to strive. The impact was so severe they were barely alive. Barely alive. In fact, to be clear, some were dying inside. And why abide by the rules if they didn't apply? Yo, you never get it wrong, it was along for the ride. Cause when the wheels stop turning, they just taking the stride. Cause some can't even make it without choosing your side. For all those who tried to fake it, you were feeling their vibe. You are now listening to the podcast for your punk ass. And then when you play in the G League, you play against guys might have a little hateration, give you a hard foul, give you a hard time, might haze you a bit. Yo, yo, Rook, get them balls. Oh, you think you won and done? While in college, you are the star. Why not make it $500,000? Make it really worth their while. Well, guess what? A week after the G League and $125,000 experiment, we have a new model, of course, founded by LeBron James and Rich Paul of Clutch Sports. Darius Baisley, a 6'9 forward out of Ohio, of course, the state where <laughs> Rich Paul yeah. and LeBron James come from, initially signed with Syracuse University, the Orangemen, Jim Beheim, Derek Coleman. Remember from back in the day, missed those three throws against Indiana. And of course, Carmelo Anthony, as a first-year student where they won their only national championship, and the legendary Jim Beheim, Big East, Dwayne the Pearl, Washington, for all you old heads out there, go orange. Well, Baisley decides, I'm going to pull out the commitment and try the G League thing. He 
says, now nah, I'm gonna get out of that. So in May 2018, according to Rich Paul, he spoke with his Baisley's parents and decided, you know what? We're gonna give you a $200,000 year intern, $200,000 year internship, a five-year deal, $1 million, to be an intern at New Balance, where their headquarters in Boston. Why? New Balance wants into the sneaker game. Dave, the New York Times reported that the 18-year-old Baisley signed in May with agent Rich Paul, who arranged for the six-foot-nine forward from Cincinnati to work for the athletic equipment company for the first three months of 2019. Now, Paul, who also has LeBron James and Ben Simmons and John Wall amongst his clients, told the newspaper that the internship is part of a multi-year shoe contract that will pay Baisley at least $1 million and up to $14 million if Baisley reaches performance incentives written into the contract. They hooked me up, Baisley told the Times. New Balance hasn't marketed basketball shoes since the 1990s. Baisley, who decided not to play in a developmental league, is the first athlete signed to promote the company's re-entry into the basketball shoe market. The sneaker game is worth billions of dollars. Oh yeah. So yeah. for those folks who link New Balance with those old white guys that burned their Nikes because of Colin Kaepernick, well guess what? New Balance wants in the game. So Darius Baisley will move to Boston where he'll work out and he'll work in the main office of New Balance on how they construct sneakers in the business. So rather than play in the G League at 125000 he gets an internship at 200000 According to Rich Paul, learn a skill. And then when he gets drafted and signs in the league, he'll sign a New Balance sneaker contract. So he's not sitting in class in Syracuse 8, 9 o'clock in the morning in an intro to U.S. history class. He's not going to class because he has to go. He is going to be a full-time intern and work out all day long and make a check, $200,000. So, of course, changing the rules of the game, but this really goes back to another one of Rich Paul's clients and one of LeBron James' friends, Ben Simmons, the Australian basketball superstar with the 76 or the 610 guard brother you need to get a jump shot just saying <laughs> who made a documentary called one on one and done on showtime yeah and basically yeah. he said it, he only went to lsu because he had to yeah it was a good documentary and then we like see that. next we have with lebron james shut up and dribble coming out on showtime november 3rd hosted by jamel hill shut up and dribble and then we can go one more with spring hill entertainment we have student athlete by LeBron James and Spring Hill Entertainment. So what are we saying here? LeBron James went from high school to the pros. We know most kids will never be that great as like LeBron, but they're making a point. They're disrupting the system, the structure, and people don't like that. Oh, hell no. That's the bottom line. So we talk about freedom of choice and freedom. I think we said in another podcast, what is freedom? If I want to get paid, I should go get paid. Whenever black people want to get paid, there's a problem. This doesn't make sense. In every other sport, folks can go pro at 14 and 15. But when African-American men want to do it, there's always a problem. And that's what the whole LeBron James thing is about, his whole team. And giving this kid an internship. Let's get to the brass tacks. The one and done deal is to make the NC2A 
these universities and these sneaker companies wealthy, period. It's not about educating the whole person. It's not about, you know, going to get a PhD. They want to be full-time athletes, like the European model. Marcus Gasol, those guys, they go pro at 14. Dokic of the uh, Mavericks, he was pro at 14. Those are taking calculus or physics. The Europeans keep it real. You want to go pro? Like uh, Rubio, they started 15 and 16. Or like what uh, Ball's doing, his other sons, the youngest son. The, uh, I think he's, what, 17 now, 16. He's out there playing pro ball, getting paid. Lamelo is his name. So why not? So hopefully, this we'll see what happens. We'll see how this internship works out for Mr. Baisley. Hope it does work out. For Jim Bayham, he'd be all right. He's still making a big contract. He's getting his money. There'll be some other student. But this is what it all gets down to. Syracuse wants to maintain the Nike contract to continue generating revenue and being a relevant program in the highly, com- highly competitive, high-stakes Division I basketball. That's what's going on out here. And that's what we'll see. We'll see what's happening in the future with this. Is this going to be a trend with this internship? So we'll probably check up on Mr. Baisley's information comes out and see how this gets down. Now, I don't know if Porzingis or Enos Kant is the answer, but I never leave the garden without a Nick City dancer. Donald Trumpets just neglect to impress me. I'm Arturo Sandoval, Davis, Dizzy Gillespie. For all the racks, they might have left in the stacks. Going after whichever cats might have slipped through the cracks. Like when Zion decided to try on a Duke jersey. When he's a combination of Magic Jordan and James Worthy. It's ride or die, ain't ride and die when you're still alive. Every day is a new beginning, you wonder why. So is it one and done or take the money and run? Why bring a knife to the fight? On and on and on. If Denzel's the equalizer, then it's easy to tell. What she would tell was edging for when L was rocking the bells. When actuaries, yo, are actually inaccurate because the facts are blurry. But when the reception's immaculate is when they start to yo, worry. Yo, it's all day, every day. Because you promise yourself perfection. For the price that you're willing to pay it's all day, every day So keep moving them commas And save that drama For your favorite off-Broadway play It's all day, every day It's where the toughest ain't rough enough The roughest ain't tough enough When your time is Yo, up Yo, it's all day, every day So you better be getting started Way before the sun starts coming up But since this podcast has started We have been on the cutting edge of information Whether it's with Pay for Play, Rick Pitino, Adidas School, we did an episode on The Wire and college basketball. (laughs) This story just will not stop. But the new recruit this year, Zion Williamson. He's six foot seven. He's a 285 pound phenom, number two player in the country out of Spartanburg, South Carolina, and he's going to do it. People have been watching him since his sophomore year with those thunderous dunks. He can actually dunk from the free throw line to the hoop legitimately and not get that foot on the line, a la Dr. J and Michael Air Jordan. If you really watch the tape closely, they get a little toe on that line. But Zion Williamson, he starts from behind the line. But nevertheless, what's different about Zion Williamson? Well, A, the social media. He has 1.7 million Instagram followers. In fact, that's more than... Marvin Bagley and DeAndre Ayton combined. Next, he has 147,000 followers on Twitter. So at the age of social media, one can build a brand before they even step on college campuses. Absolutely, Dave, that's true. And the school 
that Zion Williamson was visited with the same North Carolina, Kentucky, but Kansas. And Kansas is coming up with allegedly Zion Williamson or maybe his father asking for some housing, money, or payment. But we talk about Kansas, we can go back years ago with Kansas and bring up Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. Hello? Born and raised in West Philadelphia. Yeah, and that's before Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. <laughs> Overbrook High School. Yep. In 1955, he ends up going to University of Kansas. His coach, Fog, the legendary Fog Allen, P-H-O-G Allen. How did this school land Wilt Chamberlain, who was recruited by over 200 schools the summer of 1954, or 50, the summer of his junior year? But let's look at it. He didn't want to go to school close to the University of Pennsylvania, which allegedly offered him diamonds. The University of California, Los Angeles, UCLA, offered him to be a movie star. He didn't want to go to South because of what, racism and segregation. So he went to the Midwest and picked Kansas. Come on, folks. There was no money involved, no deals. Well, maybe not. But this is how great Wilt was. This is why I'm not saying Zion Williams is going to be Wilt Chamberlain, but this is the hype that existed even in the mid-50s with the top players. You see, folks, this is the same thing all over again. Back in the day, Will Chamberlain, 200 schools, Zion Williamson, 1.7 million Instagram followers. <laughs> 147 followers, 47,000 followers on Facebook. But why Kansas is in trouble this time? Well, Kansas, like Louisville, is an Adidas school. And we talked about it on this podcast. Adidas, Jim Gatto, Christian Dawkins, Merle Code, all connected with Adidas, was paying parents to get their student, the players, to go to Adidas schools like Louisville, like Kansas. And Zion Williams' name is caught up or his father in a tape, the tape recorded conversation with Kansas' assistant coach, Curtis Townsend. Mm -hmm. yeah. And in the tape, it says, we got to do whatever we can to get this kid to Kansas. Now, allegedly, it was the father on tape, needing money, give me a job. We've known throughout the NC2A history where you bring a son, you bring the father. Uh, Milt Wagner Jr., remember him? Went yeah. to Louisville. Sure. Mm -hmm. uh, out of Camden, New Jersey. Was drafted by the Cavaliers. His father, Milt Wagner, who played on the championship Louisville team, got a coaching job. We see that with Jalen Rose, went to Michigan. His high school coach got hired. So Zion Williamson's dad knows the deal. You get my son, you got to hook me up. In fact, when I was in Atlanta, I ran to a father once, worked for the federal government. His son's being drafted for, for football, he was Notre Dame. He told me allegedly they offered him a house. Yeah, that's how it should work. Don't remember his father's name, don't remember the athlete's name. Yeah, no, but no. these are the type of deals that exist. Yes. There's no doubt about it. The parents know, the coaches, the students, they know. everybody knows, David. So anyway, Zion Williamson does not go to Kansas. And this tape, done by the FBI, went to the court case against the Adidas representatives, Gatto, Christian Dawkins, who was a runner, and also Merle Code, C-O-D-E, the trial last week. The tape was not permitted in the court. Yeah, not permitted in court, but the tape is still out there somewhere that, uh... That Zion Williamson's yeah. father asked for some gifts. Uh-huh. So Zion Williamson now is a dupe with a cloud of suspicion, but he'll be there for 10 months. But it goes. But the question is again, 
would it be easier for Williamson to go play for the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, the Canton Charge, great team names, that's my last name, <laughs> or play for the Dakota Wizards in the middle of December in North Dakota playing in front of 5,000 fans on ESPN 6? Who's watching that? Are you serious? Or do I go to Duke for 10 months? They get there around June, and they go up until March. They probably stop attending classes once the tournament starts. I mean, let's be honest. You take your four mandatory classes in the fall to be eligible. Then once you get to the tournament, after you're out the tournament, you resign. You start working out for the draft, which is in June. So the 10-month commitment, free housing, free food, free medical attention. You're on TV at least 15, 20, 30 times in one year. You are the star with his 1.7 million Instagram followers. Only going to go up when he plays college ball. Even more recognition. So why go to the G League? It makes no sense. This is nothing new, folks. Whether it's Will Chamberlain, Zion Williamson, LeBron James. And all these cosmetic changes still doesn't get to the root of the problem. Division One basketball brought in eight, men's basketball brought in 80 percent of the $1.2 billion that the NC2A took in. If you really break that down, it's the top players. So you're really talking about maybe 50, 60, 100 guys. But it's the same problem. Dudes want to get paid. This whole amateurism and all this other stuff, all these little Band-Aid solutions we have. So I don't know what we're going to do, folks. But it looks like, if we look at Duke, who used to be against the one-and-done, their top three players are all one and done. They got the top three high school players this year at Duke. Of course. I'm not surprised by that, Dave. Not G League, $125,000. Fort Wayne Mad Ants. <laughs> Crowds of what, 5,000, 6,000? Yeah. If I had to play in the G League, either I'm going to the Westchester Knicks, uh-huh. you don't live too far from New York, or the team in, in L.A. Yeah. But the reality is, folks, you got to pay rent, utilities, food, taxes. So at the end of the day, you're probably going to take home like only $50,000 when it's said When you're playing college ball, all your gifts are untaxed. You're getting cash payments, deals, connections, untaxed, favors. You're playing on television 40 times a night, packed out, sold out houses. You're playing the garden, big arenas. That's how Rich Paul and I have come up with the $1 million internship for Darius Baisley. Yeah, but Dave, the only issue people are bringing up is where during his time, during his internship, where is he going to play competitive basketball? I mean, is he going to work out with LeBron? Is he going to work out with Ben Simmons? It seems like this situation is unprecedented. Under the Brandon Jennings? was Brandon Jennings went to Europe. He got drafted lottery. He made a decent career. Obviously, everyone's not going to be great, but you do your 10 years, you get your pension. We'll see what happens. But Darius Beasley is an interesting subject. Will his draft stock decrease because he hasn't played competitive, competitively? He still, but at least he's getting paid for that internship. I see that. So rather than do the 10-month commitment, I can get an internship, get some skills, and get paid. Now he's going to get taxed on it. So again, $200,000 going to get taxed about a third of that. That's $60,000. $140,000. Not bad for one year. But again, does, he get, does his draft stock drop? That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. the big question. That's yep. the risk. Absolutely. But if this is America, Whoa. this is capitalism, free market, 
Darius is investing in himself. I believe my skills are great enough to do what I'm doing, get paid, and go take the NBA draft. Let's stop pretending that we care about them. We don't know this kid when you hear some of these talk shows. He's making a bad decision. Rich Paul's exploiting these kids. Obviously, Rich Paul, Rich Paul has an end on it because he'll become his client. And this is a legal connection, so there's no fraud. So Rich Paul can buy him sneakers, give him a Christmas gift. If he needs some money, it's all above board. There's no uh, uh, illegal stuff with NC2A, right? There's no compliance. You can watch Rich Paul on YouTube, buy my man a Mercedes-Benz and keep it moving. LeBron can give him all the hoodies he wants, keep it moving. Ben Simmons can buy whatever he wants, keep it moving. So with him working this internship in New Balance, Darius Beasley is free. But the reason why this is to make as much attention, because Darius is not Zion Williamson. He's the number 13 rank. And the difference between 1 and 13 is, is the wider gap is New York and California. Now, Zion Williamson took that deal. This would be very interesting. That would be interesting. So this is going to be an interesting year. I'm going to keep my eye on Zion Williamson. How does he do this yeah. year? I'm going to look at his social media hits. They're probably going to go up. And then Darius Basley with uh, Rich Paul. I'm going to see how's, how's his year going, his workouts. Where is he playing ball? What happens to his ranking? And we'll see what happens and see which works best for these players. That's the show, folks. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And when you listen on iTunes, leave us a rating and a comment. We're going to bring you another episode of the podcast for your punk ass as soon as it's humanly possible. Because without you, the dark brown shades of my skin, there would only be us. Only add color to my tears. Oh. That splash against my hollow bones That rocks my soul oh, oh, Looking back over my false dreams That I once knew Wondering why my dreams never came true Is it because I'm black? Uh-huh. Somebody tell me, what can I do? Oh, Lord. Oh, something is holding me back. Uh-huh. Is it because I'm black? Yeah. In this world of no pity, I was raised in the ghettos of the city, yeah, oh Lord, uh. Uh. Mama, she worked so hard to earn every penny, Something is holding me back. Uh-huh. Is it because I'm black? <laughs>